All right, everybody. Welcome to the 804 Podcast. I'm Nick. Jesse. Alex. And today we have a very special guest, Justin Guevara. What's good? Chilling. Chilling. Thank y'all for having me here. Hey, Thank no you for problem. coming. Yeah. Real quick, Thanks who you got with us? Oh, oh yeah. Like, uh, I have my boy Doja in the cut. Word, word, hey. word, word. Star Squad 7. Bet, bet. No cap. Hey. What episode are we on, Jesse? 56. 56. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost messed up, Nick. I'm used to asking you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Still, still middle-aged woman. So, you know what I mean? Right? Facts, yeah. facts. I still got it. Yeah, no, <laughs> no you don't. Right? Yeah. yeah. 56 is new. 18. Like, no, it's not. Yeah, you, you counting our Kelly years. Yeah, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't work like that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Not at all. All right, so who got the quarter of the day for? Yeah, Big Al. You not know. today, y'all. Okay. Not feel, today. Yeah, you, not you too today. hurt right now. I feel you. I feel you. It's all good. Making fist factory. Hey, everybody, shut the brown. You know, I almost didn't show up today. Actually, you know what? F it. That's exactly what you're coming with. The quote comes from your boy, Juju Smith-Schuster. This was said a couple days before Sunday's previous game. I was going to wait to the NFL talk, but fuck it. Why not? Let's be talking about quotes. It's kind of long, so y'all bear with me. I think that they're still the same Browns team. I play every year. I think they're nameless, gray faces. They got a couple of good players on their team, but at the end of the day, the Browns is the Browns. Damn. Man, and if somebody gonna ask me what that means to me? What does that mean to you? Never underestimate your opponent by any means. I mean, of course, we're talking about football right now, but this can be applied to any type of situation in life. David and Goliath, any type of situation you face in life, don't underestimate it. Because was those Browns the same Browns? They look a little blue, goddammit, um, the way I was looking Sunday. But, I mean, of course, we, we real quiet over there. So, But uh, can, I, go but ahead, can go, I also go ahead. interject, too? Like, mm-hmm. I don't watch football as much as I used to, but mm-hmm. the Browns head coach was out because of COVID. Right. Odell oh, had an ACL injury. They have one of their star linebackers out due to COVID. And we in Pittsburgh. And two of their other wide receivers. In yeah. Pittsburgh. At the catch-up stadium, my nigga. But also, Ben threw for damn near 500 yards. Even though he threw an insane 68 times, he was 47 for 68. But turnovers. I was saying about 18 of them Jones went to the other team. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we not, you know, but yeah, so. That was, that's my quote for today. Like I said, thank you, Juju. Appreciate that. Hopping them up jet like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they be like, they be like, Al, why you walk like that? Why you talk like that? Right? Yeah, bink, 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 bink. So go ahead, Nick. All right. So like Man, I said, fuck I y'all. Is, you know, just I hate hard. all y'all. Tough. Okay, tough. That's fine. I'm, I'm off the 804 podcast. Y- y'all, y'all have a good podcast. I'm out. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, we don't care this episode. Right? Yeah, <laughs> we really don't. You can honestly walk out. Yeah, we don't even. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. All right, so Justin, what's been what's been going on with you? You know, oh man, um, a lot of work, a lot of work, like within my professional career aspect, because I'm actually doing COVID research with the state. Word, so word. that's been a lot. There's not much I can say about it. Well, like about specific details, but I right. could go as deep as I need to. And I also work with a STI HIV clinic in Richmond as well. 
and just kind of been taking the break from things creatively a little bit just to really focus in on like the health aspect of things right but i should be getting back to doing a few of my creative ventures like around my birthday at the ending of the month and going into february turn but, up lit yeah like it's been a very interesting 2021 for me got a new car also which hey, is super okay. dope but like respect, yeah respect. yeah like of what had happened was the power of manifestation is real and i'll mm. tell you why facts because the last week and a half of 2021 i was thinking the two things like all right one when am i going to see like a like when am i going to see a specific person because mm. like i've been worried about that person and just thinking about mm. the family and their situation prayers, prayers and two like all right like i had this old four honda accord hoopty car like i'm gonna go ahead and upgrade to a new car so shout out to the old four honda right yeah right yeah so new year's day i'm working at the south limit shop no limits nutrition i also do that on the side too then i get a call from the person like hey you know like come down i'm like all right bet so i go down like two hours out of richmond or whatever pull up to a 7-eleven parking lot grab like the things i needed to get car breaks down then and there i'm like well fuck so i'm gonna get a new one because i'm putting in more money trying to repair it than to like actually get well like i'm putting in more money just to fix the thing than when i originally got it so paying a car payment on an old car pretty much yeah but it was wild too because like networking can get you anywhere so like the next day i pull up to my clinic job like yeah like my car broke down and the guy was like i know the i know the president of pearson toyota i'm like are you bullshitting me? <laughs> hey hey and then like i was looking at pearson honda and the president was like yeah i own pearson honda too i was like oh word bet so like i got a pretty dope car for cheaper than what it was got like hookups and all that earth stuff Pearson so, Honda me up yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah it was truly Shout a blessing no okay so you starting off starting off the year just cruising yeah yeah cruising yeah. that isn't even my six folk uh, yeah mm -hmm. easy okay um I guess going back to your creative um work uh you actually worked with um a previous guest of ours uh feel good RVA so I guess uh real quick just describe what you did with them so I was their community engagement coordinator for okay. them pretty much. I'm actually still with them, by the way. Mm. Like, I've been a writer for them for okay. over a year and some change now. Like, I was with them since day one, pretty much. Okay. So, know, I guess how you guys linked up or? Yeah, so, like, how that happened, damn, like, I really got to <laughs> think about it because it's been, like, 2019, like, before mm. Corona times. Um, oh, that, yeah. yeah, so pretty much when I was working my first full-time health care field job, I was looking how to further utilize my uh, health studies because I graduated from VCU with a bachelor's in health, physical education, and exercise science along with a background in community engagement. Word. So I was like, all right, and then feel good RVA pop up. And then I'm like, look, like I do have the health background. I also written for four different platforms at that time prior to them since 2016. And again, this is 2019. So I was like, y'all need a writer? Cause like, I know the hip hop arts and stuff, like y'all could cover that, but 
from someone that has that educational background in such a broad yeah some like, of the articles field. i've seen they go they go in depth a lot yeah a lot of people that you've um i think you did one i forgot the person's name but you did one um biography or like a piece of like an article so it was really deep so it seems like you go in depth when it comes to your stuff when it comes to your writing so yeah no doubt. yeah so that's how that happened mm. and ever since then i just putting out content like for them that's what's up i guess what's your favorite thing about it like my favorite thing about it is just to really further like integrate the two lives i have and that's like the arts and culture life and then it's the health professional life and just really integrating that together to like a nice medium mm -hmm. and because of that i interviewed famous video directors like alex acosta who did work with Wale, Netflix, Pitbull, Waka Flocka. He shot Flo Rida's My House, which has 22 Word. million views on YouTube. Word. Virginia Union alum also. And pretty much talked to him, like, literally in April about, like, the like how a video director's schedule is, like, how he manages his physical health during that time. Like, how's his shooting huh. days, pretty much. And, like... That connection was made in 2018 when he visited Union for Union's first ever hip hop symposium. And I just, you know, talked to him, made the connection because I was with this other brand, Lovelace Magazine at the time. And I was like, I bet. And in other interviews, Sev Deans, who shot the video for Denzel Curry's Cloud Cobain, mm. uh, Action Bronson's Mahogany, that was recent, and shot a couple other music videos for like metal bands and whatnot. And I was actually in a video of his too. Hey. With this New Zealand metal band. And it was so weird because he was directing it on FaceTime. And then his mentee, which I know personally and did films and other mm. stuff for too, was also directing the video. Basically, I like the video was getting into a car accident and then arguing with my like on camera girlfriend, drinking tequila and smashing glass. And, <laughs> like, but the interview was up. the craziest interview I ever had because mm. like, the one quote he said, and this always sticks out to me the most. I came into this video directing game 10 years ago, very healthy. If you would have told me that along the line, I would be 60 to 70 pounds overweight and have an addiction to speed just to get through some shots, I would have probably chose a different profession. I was like, jeez. Mm. But yeah, like. He, Industry's tough though. Yeah. yeah, like he has a lot of work and a lot of different music genres at that. So one of my better interviews that I ever had. I see you doing a lot of articles with RVA Mag and I'd, I'd say, is that like one of your, one of your favorite media outlets in, in Richmond? I hadn't wrote for RVA Mag since the fall of 2020. I was featured on the winter edition of RVA Mag in 2018 with the likes of Radio B, Michael Millions, Nicholas F, Henny Lowe, Fly Anakin, Big Kahuna OG, like the who's who of Richmond hip hop pretty much in 2018. I wrote two articles for them. One was in January of 2020 talking about the influence of VCU Aspire towards the Richmond community, which I'm an alum of, that where my community engagement background come from. And the other article was covering how the RVA rap elites influence 
grew because of the pandemic because they did a whole 64 MC March Madness tournament cipher on their IG page, which like I was a part of too. Like I used to do the ciphers all the way back in the first season. And like back when it was the RVA Lyricist Lounge. And I was the first person to perform for them too. Like I did a whole hip hop poetry. So you, like, start, you started a lot of stuff, Chuck. Yeah, stop, stop, stop playing with my man. So, yeah, 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 hold on, let me go once for you. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you started a lot of stuff. It started with... So did the echo, but yeah, yeah, so the, yeah, yeah. It starts. It all starts with you. I'm sorry. So, yeah, go ahead. Like, I'm pretty much, like, I only did two articles for them. I'm trying to get this third one popping off, but for now, I'm just writing for Feel Good at the moment. But for writing in general, uh, Virginia got now 2016 through 2018. Love Lace Magazine 2018 to present, although content hadn't been put out in a while like i'm still with them of course uh cheats movement i'm planning on writing an article for them soon that's one thing i'm still working on uh damn who else henny and coke 2018 through 2019 feel good rva 2019 to now rva mag 2020 to now and the vcu aspire article will be a year old on the 31st so it literally dropped the day after my birthday and I was wow, that's like, crazy that's crazy what? do you ever want to start your own like platform or i actually had people say like yo like why don't you write for your own platform and i had this interesting dm from like a big influence within richmond saying like yo like you have a bigger following than yeah. all of the other platforms you've written for like, why don't you start your own thing? And that's something I hadn't really, like, considered. Like, it's still on the table, though. It's like right now, like, at this current moment, I'm just celebrating where I'm at now. Mm. Because, I like, at this point, I literally achieved all of my goals that I didn't see myself doing, like, past 19. So it's like, all right. Rather than focusing on the future, I need to celebrate right now. Yeah, and people and, like. Whatever yeah, comes naturally comes naturally after that, but it's still been a thing that's on my mind. And sorry for cutting you off. No, no, what no. What you saying? No, no. I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, crocodile. Yeah, yeah but because uh, it seems like you have a bigger influence than I think a lot of people realize. Like you, like you said, you had a big following, and you know, because I was talking to you outside, and you know, you have your story, and you could help a lot of people out with that. Who are going through the same thing. Yeah, man. Um Biopic. The conversation we had outside pre pod, anyhow, was a synopsis of my life story. So former grade school dropout, gang affiliate, turned first gen high school college graduate, then overdosed at nineteen, battling years of addiction prior to first-gen college graduate, all being from Southside Richmond, born and raised. Hey, that's dope. That's dope that you, you know, it made really it through. Is. Yeah, 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 and you're, you're, you know, still going strong. Like, you definitely got a story to tell, you know, you got some blessings, you know. Yeah, like. Lessons. Yeah, like, I have a lot of different experiences. Like, I don't know if y'all want me to talk about the time that I brought Joe Budden to the Broadberry at 19 or the time I interviewed Smack URL Battle Rappers to the time that I was with 
this East Carolina University historian talking about how he met the family at the world's very first sickle cell cancer patient to how I lectured at VCU, Virginia State University, and the University of Richmond, along with seven other speaking engagements in one semester, so 10 speaking engagements in my, in my very last semester of college. I apologize for sounding egotistical as fuck. No, you good. You good. You I just like have a said, lot of different stories. Like, yeah. like, I have a lot of different stories. So health-wise, creative-wise, like, whatever y'all want to talk about. I, I would say... What is the easiest thing about your the creative side of what you do and the health side? Just the easiest thing. The easiest thing I would really have to say is my poetry. And like my poetry is insanely battle rap based because I've been writing since 2008. Oh, yes. Yeah, so and I tell people all the time, like, yo, like I've been writing since 2008, but I didn't put out music until 2014. So from 2014 to 2016, I had six different mixtapes in two years. And then I took them all down because of just how critical and like how I would beat myself up on like the quality of it. And like all of the mixtapes I recorded was with Max Cupid, who's Mike X Angel's brother from Petersburg. And Mike X Angel worked with Trey Songs yeah. on numerous projects. So like, Poetry for me, like I literally write it like how people would annotate lyrics on genius, but I still call it rap genius. And I'm like, damn, okay, like what can I chain here? What can I chain there? Like, and it just keeps my mind going like it's one big ass puzzle. Health wise, I would really like to say learning more about the different medications hmm. and how they can either that or just working out in general because i do have a concentration and that is exercise science right my only i guess regret i say was not getting my personal training certification when i actually failed the exam for that but i passed the class because the grade was just off of prep work and the certification gave you like five extra points i had an a on it but vcu made me do the hardest certification where literally on the website it said in a fucking bold blue bracket 53 percent of people who take this test normally fail it are you ready and they I set was, you up yeah yeah i was like son of a bitch yeah abcu why you do my man like that but Come on, hey like but hey like i finished out my very last semester with a 3.5 gpa hey. made it to dean's list so hey it's solid, whatever solid respect, but, respect. what yeah. can't justin do yeah, yeah. yeah, Alice is going to give you about 18 more daps. Oh, yeah, yeah. Say, <laughs> That's hey, my thing. You're going to have a real ashy hand. I know you yeah. light skin, Jess, but you still going to have an ashy hand. It's still going to be like, God, I ain't never been ashy before. Yeah, yeah. This is ridiculous. No, 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 yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the shit will turn red. Right, They're going to get harder and harder as, no, no. you know, the time yeah, goes on. But you got to tell them the Joe Budden story. So, everybody that follows me on social media, knows that i say a phrase the mission is too great and there's a couple other common principles of it because the mission is about love the mission is about passion the mission can be anonymous the mission is about progression anything else that's not those things isn't the mission at all so on june 15 2016 my twin brother and i i have a twin too that also former grade school dropout 
first gen high school and college graduate. He works for the news. Um, we went to DC, the Howard Theater, to go to hey. Joe Budden's final Shout out concert. Howard. Uh, final concert. And I'm putting the quotes for final, which I'll get to. So Twin and I, we end up front row talking to fellow Button fans from Staten Island, the state of New Jersey, Pittsburgh, and a PE teacher from Petersburg, Virginia. Make that footnote in your head, Petersburg, Virginia. Shout out to Petersburg. And the guy was like, yo, you have to be persistent with whatever you want to the point where you're damn near annoying with them to where they can't ignore you and they have no choice but to acknowledge you, but to be more aware of what you're doing. And at that time, it was like Twin and I, we hit a low point in our life to a sense because we finished up our first year of college. We went from sleeping on floors using the oven for heat with roaches crawling all over us and shit to sleeping in college dorms and living with furniture and shit for nine months only to go back to those same living conditions as soon as the academic year was over with. So that was a body blow to us. Um, so along the lines, somehow this screenshot came to my phone stating those principles I mentioned earlier. And I just said, like, the mission is too great. So the Cheats Movement podcast, like back when they used to record up in Northside Richmond off of Chamberlain. Shout out Chamberlain. Yeah. Um, I was still a full-time recording artist at that time, like after my sixth mixtape. Um, I ended up doing a cypher with Nicholas F and Radio B and Wise Guy Dev, Conductor Maine, John Chillum, and a couple other Richmond artists. And they saw that I went to the like Joe Budden final concert, and they was like, hey, you know, do you feel like Budden is really done with touring for good? And, like, I was like, yeah, yeah. And then next thing I know, I get a DM from one of the people was like, yo, can you help us actually get Budden to perform? Because Budden was on his, was promoting his last album, Rage and a Machine. So I managed to get them in contact with Ian, Joe's manager and a couple other things. Boom, they got him, kicked it at VIP. Twin walks up to Joe, Joe, what the fuck? And Joe was like, fucking Ian. So Joe's final concert was gonna be under the Joe Budden name. He was gonna change his name to Rage for the album Rage and the Machine. But Ian was like, no, Joe, like why are you changing your name to something that's PG suggestive when you already built a household name for 20 years? And it's technically harder to push the name Rage because it's suggestive for violence and whatnot for family households and things like that. So, yeah, like it wasn't his final concert at all, not under the Joe Budden moniker or like, you know, concerts or tours in general. Right. So, yeah, that was a uh, very interesting. And that was also around the same time in the same semester where I was overcoming addiction after an overdose on August 25th, 2016, and a semester of academic probation. If I didn't get good grades, I wouldn't have graduated college. Finished out the semester with a 3.4, got my uh, cumulative GPA back up to a 3.0 for scholarship reasons. And also in that same semester too, for the No Limits shop, I was a Richmond ambassador for this world-class bodybuilder champion guy, Sister Nino, 
and he was five four. <laughs> I was like, yo, like it's a whole bunch of body to build. Like, yo, yeah. you, you like yeah, muscular yeah. as hell. Yeah. Like his like his calves was the size of a <laughs> I fetus. I lift things up and put them down. But yeah. then it's yeah. but then like man, that literally changed like that interaction literally changed my whole perspective on like bodybuilding in general because you think oh bro yeah bro like lift like you know the stereotypical bro notion mm -hmm. bro like he was literally like coming back from dallas from a show and he was like yo like all i need is my starbucks coffee and i'll talk to you in eight minutes i was like <laughs> all right cool there's a starbucks right there we gonna get you right and the most humblest like bodybuilder i ever met and he was like, yeah, like, I didn't even really want to do bodybuilding for real. Like, I just played football at UConn and was a history major and wanted to do research for museums and shit. It just so happened my coach was like, hey, you know, you could really make good money off of being a bodybuilder. So No Limits Nutrition, we actually sell his Centurion Labs products. Uh, Centurion Labs is a brand, and there's varieties of, like, pre-workout, PCTs, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah all that in one semester right 19 years old insane yeah, yeah what the is. fuck are you doing with your life what, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing with your life bro? everest what are you doing with your life you're not doing anything wait 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 I lectured at Virginia State University. What the fuck are y'all doing? Life comes full circle. You 38 years old. That's 19. <laughs> you, hey, 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 hey. you ain't paying no rent. You no 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 no. You messing with the AC. Facts. You 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 messing with the garage. You turning the TV off too loud. You change the channel. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. You just making niggas reevaluate re their lives right now. That's, that's all, Joe. That's, that's all. That's all. I, I got a question for you, too. Hold on. Yeah, right. Yeah, tighten the fuck up, bro. Everest College. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, tighten the fuck up. Get you a degree. Right. You ain't doing nothing else, right? Call ICDC College. Hey, that was that nigga's best song. Master P was wrong as hell. <laughs> Master P was dead. That was that nigga's best song uh, ever. The, the Miller oh family was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine telling somebody that's where you went. But like, I'm not even knocking yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, no, no, I'm saying but you there's no way you can say that and nobody yeah. say that joke. Yeah. Hey, yeah. But I went to ICDC College. You went like, to ICDC no yeah, there's, there's no way nobody thinks that. Hey. Yeah, yeah, Because, yeah. but no. no, bro. I'm graduated <laughs> from hey, man, I know man. you graduated from ICDC <laughs> College. Uh, shut the fuck up. You only clouded niggas' education, right? Yo. But you had a question, right? Oh yeah, I got you. Oh yeah. Um Oh, I saw on your page that you have a um a book out actually. Yeah. So uh hold on, I'm looking for the title. I'm scrambling. Oh yeah, The Mission Told Through Poetry, a collection of poems. So I guess my question is what prompted you to do that? Or I guess what prompted you to make a collection of it? So I had poems that I either performed at poetry competitions, mm -hmm. open mics, used for a film for Mississippi State University that actually dropped in November of 2020. Solid. Um, but the book was published in September of 2020. Anyway, like what happened in August of 2020, I left my initial healthcare job to go work for a lab. The lab company 
cut me the day before I was supposed to start. Mm. What else also happened at that time? I was single. I was sexually assaulted by an older woman. And I was scrambling not only for my sanity, but also try to recoup money because I had enough in my savings to get me through, but also trying to apply to jobs every day and still working like the no limit shop, but that's only like part time really. So it's mm -hmm. like, all right, like really trying to find my sanity through all that. So when the book came, so when the book idea came along, it was actually mentioned to like a few months prior by my boy King Fizzle, a battle rapper, great MC, great friend. And my ex at the time, Carmen. So like with those two, I was like, hmm, okay. And then just looking through my hard drive of like old poems and everybody knew me for like the ordinary love shit poem series. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and put this out see what happens and the book is in 11 states three countries the uk and china solid solid and three continents technically europe and asia so it's available on amazon it's also available on my website in my bios or whatever in the scripture and so get on that child yeah like i was so surprised by the love and the craziest thing about it lil b has a copy of my book base god yeah. oh my god base god base god yeah um yeah like i'm not gonna get fully into how exactly that happened but it was like how but <laughs> you know yeah. Please bless us, base God. I need some. I, I got some bills at home. Yeah. Please send some rain or yeah, some some blessings. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Please, base God. Bless data for podcast. Yeah. Legit. Shaka waka shaka waka shaka waka. Whatever you call it, nigga. Uh, yeah, right. man, Corbett, Corbett. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, like it was a humbling, like, like something that really humbled me too, because it was like as soon as the book dropped. A few days later, I was in a car accident with like my old 04 Accord. It's funny how life works. I just had to say, yeah. it's just funny how life kind of just works sometimes. Like. But look, like I had a whole rollout plan for the book, right? Because right. the book dropped. Then the week after, I had to perform poetry on two different platforms, local and national. Mm -hmm. And then I was like being this moderator for this youth panel right and then i had to record this poet like this poem about school push out and the school to prison pipeline for this other national platform and then i had the car accident going on things okay. wasn't straight on my end like i was lacking on my end just to like say the least but like i was in the wrong on some shit. but things are fine now and I was just so stressed out and I was just like, dang, like it was insane. And then like, I had to get rides to like go to my job because I was working in like a virtual education. So like in August, I literally found a new job in two and a half weeks. Like it was a quick turnaround, like, which I'm blessed for, but yeah. like working in virtual education was like wild. 
to see firsthand. Like literally all you need to do is really watch the South Park pandemic one hour special. That's exactly what I went through. I'm not even going to say anything. Just watch the South Park pandemic one hour special and you'll see everything I went through with virtual education. So yeah, the book itself, there was a poem that I never put out ever. And it was for the Mississippi State University film Scorpio with Goldprint Entertainment. And like, <clears throat> there's a second film screening coming out soon. I think it's in like late January or February. But right. yeah, like just seeing my name in a film with my poetry being in there. This was I was like, damn. That's something to be proud of for real. Yeah. Like definitely. Yeah. Jesse, can you tell the other camera to get their shit up one more time? You over here mad at the house because um, your baby mama, you know, other daughter ate all the chips and the Capri Suns. You mad about little shit like that? My man got real problems over here, yeah. bro. Like, you mad because Shakisha took the car today and you was going to go down. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. Nick, what, what, what time is we on, got? Right. He does. This is life. Because. Him. One thing I will say, don't define success by the lack of problems you have. Like mm. the true definition of success is comparing the problems you have now versus the problems you had back then. With the conversation that I literally just said about my whole life in 2011, I was sleeping on floors using the oven for heat with bugs crawling all over me and shit and going to high school the next fucking day. In 2021, like, I'm in a good bed, and all I got to do is, you know, change the thermostat if it gets too hot or too cold. In 2020, I was dealing with a half-ass legal car and getting into a car accident and shit. Now, in 2021, I have a new car. I got to pay more money for insurance, sure, and a car note, but these are the type of problems I want to have. And... Fuck, in 2019, like the summer of 2019, I was dealing with trying to find a full-time job and also trying to find a new place, right? Like I already figured those things out eventually, but now it's my concern now. My issue is, okay, after I take time to, you know, enjoy my wins, what's the next direction? Yeah. So, yeah. like, again, like, reflecting on the problems you have now versus the problems you have back then. Because, like, bad shit's just not going to go away. Like, the because, like, the magnitude of it can be very minimal, like, compared to the things you faced back then. Like, or it could be of the same magnitude, but you're in an entirely different mindset now. Thanks. So, yeah. All right. Hey. I, I, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Let's get in these topics. Yeah. yeah. Just, hey, hey, yeah. hey. You definitely get. No, hey, no, really. No, just, yeah. yeah honest, I like, you. we don't want the same thing because we got to go home and do some homework and, and cut the grass or something because we, we got to get our game up. Yeah, for real, for real. Yeah. Hey. Legit, yeah. We, we need to get our problems up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to get our problems hey, together. Hey, yeah, for real. Yeah, 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 yeah. legit. So oh, you, you got a problem. Hey. Yeah, yo, ass ass team. Hey, yo, yo bumblebee ass team. Yo, yellow and black ass team. Do, we, do you want to go more in depth or? Um, I guess more? um, you know, the regular season is over, so um, let's we talk about we've been talking about NFL, you know, week by week by week by week by week. So 
This week was the wild card week. Um, we won. Up. We yeah. won. The we Saints did. Won. Yeah. Saints won. Uh, you got a team actually. I don't really have a team. Go all good. Yeah. Did you ever? Or Steelers no? Up up. Yeah, I, I like, was a, I'm a Giants Yeah, yeah, Because, like, for me, like, yeah. I grew up being, like, a Washington and a San Diego fan because of Sean Taylor and Santana Moss. Like, Sean Taylor, to me, was still, like, my all-time favorite player besides, like, LT. Um, well, really, Sean Taylor and LT, and also 21 is my favorite number because of them. But I stopped watching nfl like back in like 2017 like i just lost interest of it but i know a lot about the history of football and how teams were like all the way back when now if y'all would have lost in those ugly ass steagles uniforms when the steelers and eagles were an nfl team back in 1943 with the fucking yellow and green shits well they lost to a team that hasn't won a game since 1943 in the cleveland browns well well, their last playoff appearance was 95. in 2002. Oh, 2000, yeah. Oh, their last win was 95. So, goddamn. The Bills' last win was in 95. Yeah, that was 90. Cleveland's last playoff win was like 2002. I'm so. not letting off your ass. Y'all are ass. <laughs> yeah, fuck all that, Justin. Oh, we're going we're gonna to give them little stats and little history lessons. Y'all are fucking ass. Y'all are ass. Drew, come on. No, no, fuck all that. Fuck all that. We had to listen to 17 weeks of you talking about you're going to the Super Bowl and how Mika Fitzpatrick is doing this. We're not going to let his, 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 his triumphant story fuck that shit up. You are ass. You don't even have the fucking mask on. You're ass. You're fucking ass. What happened? How do you lose to the Cleveland Browns? I can see if y'all lost to Kansas City or Baltimore or Tennessee. How you make it out? Yo, how you win the you win the division, then lose to your division rival? No Odell. No, no nothing. Just terrible. I mean, I guess Juju did have a good game in his defense, but other than that. God awful. Hey. God awful, Al. No, there's no excuse, bro. 17 weeks, we kept giving it to him. We would say our little teams, and we would throw it to you and let you talk your shit every single week. And I was actually rooting for you so we could have you keep talking your shit week in and week out. No. Y'all lose the first time y'all get out there. And then, how you be down 28 zip in the first quarter? 28 zippity doodah. <laughs> Alex, come on, cuz. Hey, come Drew, on, man. I don't want to hear nothing from Ow, you. I'm being just. You know, back in the hood, actually, you should know, Southside Richmond, you know when y'all playing basketball, 21 skunk, right? Give up. Uh -huh. 28 <laughs> skunk, nigga. 28 roadkill. Like, get the fuck out of there. They should have packed y'all up. And God, everybody said, oh, they sent the, the Pittsburgh Steelers packing. Y'all was home. You didn't even have to pack. <laughs> Y'all niggas unpacked. You got the drawers out the suitcase, Alex. Oh, you got the drawers, babe? Yeah, I got the drawers out the suitcase. <laughs> Alex, I'm done, bro. But I'm sorry, man. As a Giants fan, that, that's typically ass. We could have gotten there and maybe, you know, mangled around. But the Eagles fucked our shit up. So maybe as a Steelers fan, now you defend yourself. Wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, Nick, get him. But yeah, yeah. I'm going to let you get your chance. <laughs> you know, Clown of the Week is very rare. Yes, indeed. It's, it's just very rare. But Alex, after 17 weeks. Mm, we had to hear it, boy. Uh, did I really say You didn't drive it home, hey, but you did did, did I really say it every single week? Uh, 17 you guys saying weeks. 17 uh, weeks. Patrick is winning us the Super Bowl. I, I heard it every week. 
Drew, no, no, because you're still Tom Brady. Two episodes, I've been hearing. Fifty-two. So what's, your, so, so, so what's, what's your defense, Alex? Did you watch the game or no? Nah? I, mean, I didn't need it, so I yeah, Well, okay, now I like watch like the fourth quarter and stuff. Mm. We, okay, I, I'll say this. I'll say this, y'all. Like, you know, like I, I'm not I'm not going to switch. I love my team. You know, like, yeah, yeah, I'm rocking with my team. And we going to come back stronger than ever. Mm. And next year. <laughs> my man Justin's looking for an excuse for y'all. He yeah. just cannot find it. Like, he is scrolling through the notes right now and cannot find an excuse next for y'all. Next year, Minka's going to do something. Oh, so, so oh, oh, well, I got my main question. Do you want to see Big Ben next year in the Pittsburgh Steelers uniform? Ah! You don't? Absolutely. That's, that's what the hot ah! take is, man. Okay, so if he's not. Give him that coaching job. Give him that coaching job. Damn, I wanted him to get so, us a okay, ring. Okay, so who y'all got on the squad that is going to play? You know, what Maybe are they saying about Rudolph? Or... Yeah, I, I, <laughs> what are they saying? <laughs> Rudolph and Blitzen, nigga. Yeah, Christmas is over. I, I, don't, I don't think, but so that's so that's just so you know you ain't trying to see Big Ben no more. I, I, you know, I want him to do it just for like the nostalgia of like, oh, Ben gets us one more. That's not gonna happen. But what do you think, Justin? Think this is it for Ben? Ben has one more year left on his contract. He said he has one year left on his contract, and after that. He gonna if take Pittsburgh that money. decides to move on with them, like that's fine. Seventeen years, so sixteen years. He's been around since two thousand three. That's a long time. He, he yeah, um, yeah. that's he came yeah. out before my nigga. He came out the same year as um Eli and Philip and them. That's a long. So they got out there. Well, my man Eli got out there. But the battle of the two older QBs in the league is next week. Yeah, Sersky, my man. We got yeah from the two thousand one draft. And Tom Brady with the 2000 drop. Yes, Do you realize both of them are still competing to see who has yeah, the ridiculous. most TD passes of all time? Because it's Peyton that hey. retired, hey. and then it's Drew Brees and Tom Brady. We've been like, waiting on this matchup. They've been though. changing up. Because you know this is supposed to happen. This is supposed to happen in the Super Bowl about three times ago. So we're glad we finally get it. Um, real quick before I let Nick go, who you think gonna win? I just real, just bold guess. I would have to say we at Tampa Bay, right? Who's playing? Wait, New Orleans or Tampa Bay? Where the fuck did you come from? For me, like I would really have to say Tampa oh, yeah, Bay he's a because Tom fan, right? No, although like I do respect Tom Brady, no, probably no. being the greatest. He's a Tom of all time. fan. Oh, but like a Cowboys fan, the Saints have swept the Buccaneers in the regular season. Yes, they did. But the postseason, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. So, NFL is rigged, bro. But, but <laughs> I do feel like Drew Brees is going to retire next season. Yeah. Because how? All right. So how the fuck? He had eleven fractured ribs and a punctured lung and came back five weeks later. Yeah, that's Drew Brees. <laughs> but Brady is, is forty three. <laughs> Pittsburgh and canceled. Nah, it's all good. But you say go what? So we go win. I literally win. said Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Yeah. Um, uh, probably close game. So all right, go ahead. So who do you? No, 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 Drew, you can go. Yeah. Mister. No, actually, you can't go because you can't talk shit to me for the rest of the Former. Drew's actually a Cowboys fan. Yeah. Let's just get yeah. that Cl- out. Clown, Let's clown of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. But yeah. yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Nick. I guess see what you. I'm not gonna talk trash this week. 
Because mm. I'm going to just let everything play out. Because last time. That's what you did last time. I yeah. didn't talk trash last yeah. time. We mm-hmm. ended up busting the ass. You got them chips. So. Yeah. Baby, y'all, man. Hey, nah, let, whatever works for y'all, y'all do it. Um, I'm going to switch hey. topics. Just, but, you know, yeah. getting to one more, you know. Come on, with, Steelers. With everything going on okay. in the world, we got this, you know, the whole capital. No cap, yeah. Oh yeah, the Capitol building. Uh, that reading. shit made no absolute sense at all. Get him out of there. Not no cap. Yeah, uh, get him out of uh, there. I guess how'd you make you feel, real quick, about what the Capitol building? Man, was I surprised? No. Was I shocked? No. Was I disgusted? Yes. Was this the biggest flex of white supremacy? Yes. Now, how they're handling the, like, Trumpies, um, they're doing a no-fly <laughs> policy for them. Oh, yeah, I've been seeing Some that. people, mm-hmm. so, like, they can't even rent cars to drive back. Because they'll schedule, they'll put them down as terrorists. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they've been arresting some people, but oh it's weird God. because it's like... I got maced! I got maced! Oh. <laughs> Yo, like... Did you see that the, the short the short did that? Had yeah. 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 Shows, we reposted that shit. That shit was hilarious. Like, yo, but... Why, why'd you go in? Why'd you do that for? But, but, here, but here is the thing. But here is the thing. But here is the thing. Some people are getting minimal sentences. Like a year in prison, but then it's like, wait, so Trump made this order of if there's any riots or protests, you can be arrested for a minimum of 10 years. So their whole table is just fucking turning. And now it's like the media, like they're running out of excuses and literally social media has videos of the cops opening up the doors and shit. And then after that, it's just like. Okay. That never should have happened. That it should have never. Never should have happened. Hang on. Security. Like we were like very understaffed that day. There was tighter security at you Foster Hall at Virginia State for homecoming. Hey, man. <laughs> there has been tighter security in my middle school that had metal detectors and shit. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. What? It's, hey. it's stricter. Yeah, it's stricter police at the goddamn DMV. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right, 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 right. So it's just like. <laughs> yeah, so. Okay, go ahead. Now. I'm more so fearful for what may happen on inauguration. I don't know if like Biden and defend Kamala them, defend them, defend them. But like I don't know if Biden and Kamala might have to do like an e doc sign, you know, for the presidency <laughs> thing, or like do it online or something like is that. Is Trump going? He said he's not going, right? Yeah. Nah. But like the thing is, but like the thing is, like there's been talks about, oh, like what if he doesn't leave the White House? Then there's going to be an issue. And then Twitter is going to leave. And then with all the social media, like this, like deactivating his accounts and stuff, along with the people trying to impeach him for a second time. But really, impeach means you lose some of the power, but to be fully out. It has to be voted through the House and Senate. The House did it the first time where he had some of his executive powers taken away, but the Senate still kept them in. And Mitt Romney was the only Republican in that fucking shit that, you know, voted for him to get out. So it's like, all right, y'all guys are already doing this shit too late. And it's literally like that Sailor Moon meme of like the guy with 
with with like the top hat like aha okay like i have saved the day and then she's like but you didn't do anything and he just you know flaps his cape like like <laughs> i apologize for all my sailor moon people i haven't watched sailor moon yet i'm lacking i'm a big 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 anime person but y'all will get that reference either way this shit should have happened earlier with like shutting trump up and people was like yo but it's freedom of speech but it's like all right so at this point it's the responsibility of white people now more than ever to have those conversations with the white people so that way they could help them de-learn certain stigmas that's been in this fucking country ever since the fucking 1600s and shit. Yeah, yeah, for, since they first Go ahead, go ahead out before you explode. I, I, I feel like it, it's just real funny how like all these Republicans and all these people are just like, you know, I can't call myself a fellow a fellow Republican now. Oh, I don't support. He's gone too far now. What the hell did you think he was going to do? 2016. Yeah, 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 like like y'all voted him in. Like yeah, like that's our boy. Like as people say, like that's that's our guy. Like and then now it's kind of like, "Oh, all right now, you know, I I mean, you yeah. on his way out." And now it's like it's an insurrection and all this stuff. So it's just real funny the switch up is real, man. But, the switch up is real. But another thing Saving I Saving face too. But another thing so. I will say is I'm interested in seeing Biden's first hundred days because yeah. mm. everything is blue now. But that means with all the hype on social media and all the negativity that's on the Republicans, mm -hmm. they have to fulfill their responsibilities because there's no longer any more rooms for excuses. And even with some Democrats, like there's some bad like histories with them. Um, it's just like the parties used to be basically reversed back in the day. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, like Abraham Lincoln, I think, was a Republican. Yeah. But like, like I said, they were literally switched yeah. like the parties. Yeah. And then so, like yeah. uh, Lyndon better do better. <laughs> and then like Lyndon Bean Johnson literally had uh, this bill called the uh, so like it's called the I'm using like redacted because it's a word I can't say because I don't have the skin complexion. But definitely look that up. Um, it was wild as shit. But it's like now with the Democrats, it's interesting. I heard some things about mandating masks for the first hundred days because it's always been a strong suggestion. It was never, you know, mandated. Right. But it's like there's some pros, but there's also some cons to it, especially with uh, VP Kamala Harris and her Blue Lives Matter self. It's like... Hmm, okay, is this going to be a ploy to where this can further target people of black and brown descent? That's another thing. And then especially with uh, Virginia now with the whole like phone law situation. Oh, yeah, thing. on the um, having yeah. it on, uh, yeah, yeah, completely yeah. hands-free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They even like get that. And politics always has been a trickle-up effect, never a trickle-down effect like and especially with how Richmond and like Virginia in general has, you know, maintained blue, which is fine. It's like, all right, what's going to happen in these first hundred days? Will Trump leave properly? I kind of doubt it. What's going to happen to Trump? Because Trump isn't going to disappear. Yeah. 
He's oh, one yeah, of I the think richest he, individuals in the world. What he wants to do, I think, is like not get arrested or sued or something like that. Like he wants to stay out of trouble once he leaves. He doesn't want to leave office. He doesn't want to get arrested because there's talk about, you know, him possibly going to jail or like they might like slap him like with something. So, you know, like so he's trying to kind of work that out probably now. But also, like he literally said lies before. And then like even he was like, oh, yeah, like President Pence has the power to, you know, overturn this. And then it's like, pres- like literally on CNN, President Pence does not have the power to overturn the election. And they went after Pence. They went after the VP of their boy. <laughs> they went after the That's right their hand guy. of their yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, it's uh, wild. It's like the ending of January and Biden's first 100 days is going to be very interesting. And especially with this vaccine push and even going towards the health field, right? So... There's a total of six different vaccinations. We only have two that's out officially because there's concrete data that's for that. Concrete, um, okay. Yeah, like I was on the phone with a couple of VCU health personnel and Dr. Fauci himself last week. And it's like on the VCU health page, like Facebook Live or whatever, but being on the phone with them. Some of the main priorities is trying to improve that distribution because at the top of 2021, we were supposed to have 20 million vaccinations distributed. We only ended up having 2 million distributed. Yeah, that's, that's vastly with, with approval. In December, the New York health system got slammed legally because they gave out 2 million unauthorized shits. And then people think the, the vaccination talk. is the gold fucking star from Mario. And then all these reports come out of like the California nurses, like, oh, like this nurse tested positive for COVID days after. Well, no shit, because with the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccinations, the first shot, it has a 52% efficacy rate, which like 52% effective pretty much. But then after the 21 day boost for the, for the Moderna and 28 day boost for the Pfizer respectively, the efficacy for the boost goes up to 92%. So it's like, okay, like you still have to do your practices and shit. And people think like, oh, this is the gold star from Mario. I'm going to literally just run through all these turtles, Goompas, Bowsers or whatever. And I'm going to be fine. No, 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 no. Especially not this early. Nah. like no. So, and even with the respective district I work for now, I'm not going to say which district, but... Start hitting you up, like, hey, Justin. Hell yeah, like, yo, chill, <laughs> chill. But and let me, let me get some of that. It's yeah, like, bro, but it's been very, 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 very slow. And some healthcare perfect, like some healthcare companies aren't even letting people work until they take the vaccine. And my thing with my nutrition and exercise science background is that why the fuck we haven't seen the government push more about the benefits of sea moss, multivitamins, elderberry, ginger, teas, you know, detox blends, all of that other mm-hmm. shit. Like we literally have to go on Twitter or Instagram or YouTube and go on these pages and watch these videos to find out about these things or talk to a nutrition specialist. But we don't hear that primarily from the government. 
we hear the vaccine. It's all good. But yet, one of the main concerns about the vaccine itself is trusting the black, is gaining the trust of the black and brown communities because of all the shit that happened, especially with the Tuskegee experiments that involved fucking syphilis that affected those respective populations back in 1932, all the way up to fucking 1972, 73. And if you read a book about medical apartheid and the fucked up history that this fucking country did to black people and their bodies, especially with cadavers and shit, which if you're not familiar with the cadaver, think of like anatomy class where you dissect a fucking rat pretty much like dissecting bodies and especially with vcu and their fucking history with the egyptian building like i'm not going to turn this too much to a history shit because i see like your like face is just moping like damn like he this shit got real dark real deep i'm like yo like it's insane and just like seeing people like literally just working in it and finding people that's tested positive and then helping people outside of my district on social media about things, you know, trying to make sure they're good, they're straight, seeing if they need any help with that. Like that's been so fucking dope for me. But at the same time, it's like, holy shit, this shit is hitting home. This is hitting some people. Like I had people close to me that almost died because of it. I had people of my peoples that died because of it. So yeah, like this is something that's, really i shaking the world yeah and again i apologize i went on my et shit no you good bro you good this is the 804 podcast justin is speaking right now yeah 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 yeah. y'all need to listen yeah open your third eye yeah yeah yeah. open your open your fifth yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. but you all right um i don't have a wonder today i just gotta um actually i'm gonna do a new thing called flowers Flowers. So, um, okay. so, you know how people say give people their flowers mm-hmm. when they're still alive. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm going to do is with this, it's got a new thing. Um, I'm going to combat it with my wonders. It's just giving somebody, um, a random person, like a lot of credit or for what they do. And kind of going with this episode of just going through a lot of stuff in your childhood and kind of overcoming. Shout out, it kind of goes with Nick too. Shout out Jimmy Graham. Uh, who does he play for now? I'm sorry. Um, Bears. Bears, and I think he just retired with his last game as well. Jimmy I think that's his, pl- that's his plan. So it's funny because his last play was a touchdown against the New Orleans Saints, which he played with for so many years. Yeah, and he walked off. He literally had caught like a one hander and walked off. Yeah. But um, Jimmy Graham, real quick, he had a very like terrible childhood. Basically, um, in and out of foster homes. Um, he was like abused by um a lot of different um like different stepfathers that his um mother brought around, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, shout out to Flim Little Raps. He did like a video on this. Um, he was even abused at some of the foster um places by like some of the kids. Cause it's it's funny because Jimmy Graham getting bullied, like he's the biggest shit. Like how but apparently he wasn't that big um back when he was a child, so he had a small stature, so he got bullied for it a lot. Obviously, he wasn't as confident as the NFL player Jimmy Graham he is now. Of course. So um he just had to do a lot of stuff. Um, you know, you know, poor family. So it's just crazy to see, you know, his triumph from that. It's a lot of other stuff you went through as well, but you know, that's it real quick. So flowers to Jimmy Graham, you know, flowers, keep doing your man. thing. Actually, he even won. I think I'm, I'm not totally under sure, but you know, the NFL Man of the Year, it, they go, they give it to the person that does like the most on um, community service. You're I talking think. about the Walter Payton Award. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, legit. Um, yeah. So I think he was even nominated for that for like word, the work word. that he does. Back. That's what's so, up. You know, entrepreneurship. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. You got any shouts? I guess. Um, shout out to uh, 
Fiscal Fitness. Shout out to Fiscal Fitness. Love you, pops. Um, shout out to uh, Ariel. Shout out to what was the name of it? Tri-State. Um, I, yeah, Tri-State. It might have been not Tri-State cameras or something. Yeah, like Tri-State cameras. Tri-State. Tri-State. It would just say that, y'all. Uh, we ordered some equipment from y'all. It's been put to good use. We really appreciate it. Got a new lens at Jesse's Cam. Uh, for the camera, we got a um a jaint that got the camcorder on it, shit, and we got some a tripod, shit. Yeah, yeah I mean, shit. so I, shit. I really appreciate. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. You got any, uh, you got any shout-outs, Justin? Oh, man. Take your time too. Yeah, so I might have to do multiple. So first off, I would like to shout out. Carmen that I shouted out earlier her Where? birthday's on Monday the conversations we had through like almost a year now like has been really insightful ones really wonderful ones shout out to my twin also he was very more level-headed than I was although we went through similar situations in our youth but he handled himself in a more professional manner. I was the more reckless one, getting into very dumb shit. He was getting into, a, like, literally a workhorse. And, you know, very great guy, Jacob. And I would really have to say, shout out the city of Richmond in general, man. Like, Richmond really made me who I am. From the days where it was the former murder capital, the to the number 11 most dangerous city in 2019 to being the third most artsy city in BuzzFeed via 2013 to how the rap scene has risen throughout the past couple of years from hosting various smack URL events to the RVA rap elite or if you knew them back in 2018 as the Lyricist Lounge, at Strange Matter, Champions Brewing, the Hoffemeyer. Uh, also, shout out the wonderful women, the Feel Good RVA, man. Like, What's that? Love y'all. Uh, like you said, hey, yo, shout out RVA Rap Elite. I Facts. found some good rap artists Facts. from, you know, RVA Rap Elite. I needed some new music to listen to. Shout out to the fam. Carl! Mom. Carl! Ashley. Carl. My brother Carlton. Carl! Carl! Uh, Love you, Carl. Shout out to you too, Justin. Thanks for oh, yeah. coming through. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Um, I guess I ain't got a lot this week. Go ahead. Oh, okay, I was gonna say, um, shout out to Garfield. That food is smack. Shout out Mika Fitzpatrick too. Yeah. yeah. He's an ass. But, um, <laughs> hey, hey, go fuck yourselves. Um, Dead ass. Um, Previous um, guest of ours, Radar Lavar. He has um, a new album coming out, actually. It'll probably be out when y'all see this called Capricornia. I hope I got that right. And uh, shout out to our guy DeCorey with the uh, Without Boundaries podcast. Word, so, word. Without Boundaries uh, podcast. And um, like, subscribe. Yeah, most definitely. Minka? Getting that, seven, getting that seven frame? Okay. All right. Keep There's laughing. Always next keep, yeah, keep, keep laughing, y'all. Keep laughing. Right. I can't wait. This is the 804 podcast with our guy Justin Guevara. 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 My yeah. bad. It's all good. It's all good. You have any shout out? You good. Oh, Big Doty, man. Shout out to Starco on 7, my boy. Yep. Yeah. Collector, okay. goddamn Casino Damarino. My niggas close encounters. You know what I'm saying? That's the home team right there. Less problems. Big zone. 
work, work. Yes, sir. Bet, bet. Be stiff the whole nine, you know what I'm saying? Southside, all my niggas. Word, word. If you don't know, now you know. You know. All right, this is the 804 Podcast. I'm Nick. Jesse. Alex. That's it. We out. Some out there. Thank you.